Welcome to Monday Sparkle. I want to pick up some threads from last week and talk about teamwork and delegation today. If you've listened to a few of these bites, then you may have picked up that I'm pretty big on teamwork. It really is dream work. It's fun. It's stretching. It's productive. But it's also blooming hard work at times. Often it can feel as though it would be so much easier just to get on and get things done by ourselves, saving ourselves the hassle of recruiting, training, delegating, observing, giving feedback... However, if you're trying to build something sustainable and robust, both in the short-term post-pandemic period and over the course of your ministry, career, life, however you want to put it, then finding other people who share your values and your vision is going to pay huge dividends in the long run. By teams, I'm talking about paid staff, volunteers, full-time, part-time, old, young. Obviously, you're going to have to tailor how you lead your team in a particular situation, but the principles are for everyone. So, to start the week, here are a few thoughts, none of which is particularly new or original, but hey, when did that ever stop me? First of all, and it sounds a bit basic, but I think you need to start by stating that you are a team. Teams are often built around tasks, there's a job to be done, you find the people who are competent or trainable to accomplish it, and then let them get on with it. It's not really a team though, is it? Work at creating a sense of collaboration and fun together. That's quite an intangible task, but in my experience, it makes a difference to how people perform. So celebrate when things go well. Remember to ask each other how you're doing. Find a way to give feedback that doesn't feel confrontational or vague. See previous episodes. Work at creating that team identity. Lots has been written on finding the right people for a team. Remember that character and chemistry are usually more important than competency, although competency obviously is important, but often that can be learned. Find people who understand the vision you have for the project and who share your values and that you get on with. I mean, not in a cliquey, chummy, all having a lovely time but not really getting the job done sort of a way, but in the way that means you can challenge each other without breaking the relationship. Sometimes I've found it's the wildcard person, the kind of person you would never be friends with in the rest of life, who can prove to be the best teammate because actually you can do that robust challenging but also encouragement. That leads to clarifying expectations. Now that might be about knowing the hierarchy of decision making. You might need to work out what your hierarchy of decision making is in fact. I know that for me that's huge both as a team member and as a team leader. I like to know where my authority lies and I know I've made mistakes in the past by appearing to give people on my team total freedom but actually cutting in and overruling them when they don't do things the way I want them to. Clarifying expectations will avoid any of that and it will put a bit of structure and security in place for the people that you're leading. Expect progress. Too often I think we forget that people grow in their roles and we don't actually give them any more responsibility as time goes on. That can lead to people feeling underappreciated and a bit stale. In order to facilitate progress, you might well have to cede responsibility for things and you might be surprised at how explicit you need to be about that. So for me, there was an example of that this week. So something along the lines of saying, I love hosting this group, but I've realised it's not sustainable for me to do that every fortnight. I'd still like to do it, but I think my limit is once a month. Making that kind of statement to people is explicit, it's clear, and it allows people then the opportunity to step up and uh, take on more responsibility. Finally, teams are made up of individuals, so be wary of the danger of treating everyone as the group. Spend time with individuals, get to know them and their strengths, find ways to encourage and challenge them. All of that takes time and effort, so you need to be prepared for the fact that initially you won't get as much done as you would if you were doing it on your own, but in the long run, you'll be able to accomplish so much more. So, until we speak again, happy teamwork. Speak to you on Wednesday, if I remember.
Foolproof Bites is written, edited and produced by Fiona Stewart for Foolproof Creative Arts. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review so other people can join the foolish fun. 